0: Just turn your Bibles to Jude chapter 1, the only chapter in it, matter of fact, and the book of Jude, and uh, there's some things here I feel like the Lord would have us, and I felt very impressed, and I told Carol the other day, I said, you know, the Lord gave me a good thought, a devil will steal them away from him. He'll do it. He'll, he'll try to counter counteract what God gives you sometimes, And uh, so, but I prayed, and I really prayed, I said, Lord, I need that back, I need that back, Lord. And lo and behold, it came right back. Uh, But anyways, in the book of Jude, we have a story here, and I'll read some verses and read fairly fast. may miss a few words, not meaning to, but let's just read here. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I uh, gave all diligence to write unto you, of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you, exhort that uh, you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to, unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put... Uh, you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around, um, see, about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth. For an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Verse 9, Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, in those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after Era of Balaam for reward and perished in the saying of Corinth. Uh, what I'd like to preach here just for a little while, and I felt that uh, we really need it. Not only do we need it here, but uh, how many's ever read Brother Havis Crawford's uh, uh, little newsletter? You ever notice what it says across, what's the title of it? I believe it's uh, Contending for the Faith. I believe that's his head, the head titles of it. and and uh, But um, I, I I felt like there were some things the Lord would have us to preach tonight for just a little while. And uh, what I want to preach on is Contending for the Faith. As we look here in the book of Jude and... Uh, we may wonder say who in the world was jude the bible says here that he was a brother of james which was a brother of jesus christ himself that's your history on it this was jesus's uh uh, earthly brother jude which was also james and so he had a relationship not just a heavenly but an earthly relationship with jesus christ now in doing so we find that there was a, a a time that there were uh false teachers and things that were going about in already settled uh, churches and groups of people that was uh, swaying the people to believe another way or believe contrary to the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and so there was much concern in Jude's life as it well as well as it was in I believe in Second Peter we find that this book contributes quite a bit to to the false teachings of that society, and this book was written basically during the time right before the fall of of of, of uh, Jerusalem and probably right after the death of Peter, we find that there was a great turmoil that looked like the church had, had suffered a great loss, a great man like Peter, a great evangelist, a great speaker, and now the fall of Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, the devil knows exactly when to creep in. He knows just exactly when to, to try you and I. Yeah. And uh, this ain't going the way you think it's going to go. Uh, but I want you to pay close attention here. But he, he said here that you should earnestly... Um, verse 3, you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saint. I want you to pick back up the word over here in verse 9 in a little while. The word says, and they were contending. We, we find definitions of this word contend means to fight for. Not fight against necessarily, but fighting for. And when you fight against something, sometimes you may, really may not be fighting for it. You may just be defending yourself, but when we contend for something, that means that tonight that we want to possess something that we have either lost or we've never had before, that we'd like to have and like to keep. All right, so uh, it says down here, uh, I wrote down about seven or eight little notes here that I felt like would trigger some things, and uh, to fight for something, there must be something of great value. There must be something or a cause for somebody to fight for something. And so, as we look here, there was a, a, a something that had great and uh, depth meaning beyond just uh, what we're saying fight. I remember one time I picked the fight because I just wanted to fight at a carnival. Matter of fact, I fought my best buddy and then that is over with. We walked around together. That was just a fight. But it wasn't a cause for the fight. There wasn't anything gained out of the fight but he says here I want you to contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Now, if we're gonna have to battle, let us battle with the the thought in mind that we're gonna gain from the battle. Too many times we've fought with the devil and we come out losing. Too many times we have contended with him and come out seemingly on the bottom side of everything. Too many times it seems like that we have contended with him and uh, he can stand back over. In the the course, said, boy said, I really hit him hard this time, didn't I? I really got her down this time. I really got him where I want him to be. Well, I'm going to tell you tonight, that is not the plan of God. It's not meant to be that way. So uh, he says here in this purpose. All right, next thing, I got it down. It says here that the, this going back said that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once. If I understand English grammar right, that means it had been aforetime, right? It had been there established before. Bobby Dow, they're not talking about some newfangled angle, something coming on the scene. They're not talking about something, uh, uh, just uh, somebody like David Koresh had come up with some weird idea of this. But he said there has been a faith that has already once been delivered unto the saints of God. He was saying this, it worked for them then and it can work for them now. He had helped them when they was low and it helped them when they, were, when they were battling with the devil. And now we look about and there's trouble on every side. Don't you think there's a time now that we live in that we need to contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. I've heard Brother Earl them talk about when during the days of depression, I Maybe mean some of them can remember this, but said behind buildings and barns and sinkholes and stops when people didn't have much, their prayer life was rich with God. God. But did you know what? The devil has seen this. He, he, he is, uh, and I know God's blessed the United States, but blessings sometimes can be a hindrance to us. It'll prevent us from trusting God and believing on God. It has come to the point now that it looks like uh, there's a big controversy now. What's our new administration going to do over the health insurance? Well, I'll just be honest with you. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm going to say this, man, that we may get back to the place that we need to earnestly fight and contend for that once faith that was delivered unto us. One time men there. Amen. How many uh, received a blessing last night hearing that lady testify about the Lord healing her? Now, I'm going to tell you. I did too. But let me tell you something else. Those type of things can still work when the church contends for the faith that was once right. delivered. Once. What it used to be. How it used to be done. How it used to be lived. I was talking to uh, J.C. this afternoon. We was talking about the shape the world was in. He said, yeah, I said, you know what? I said, I remember Brother Hunt saying what things would happen in these last days. He said, I'm going to them take place right now. Man gone on to be with the Lord, prophesied, foretold, went to the store, little boy sat on the benches and shivered and, and trembled when the Spirit of God would raise up on him. He would scream and he'd holler and he'd say, Oh! Y'all remember? I can't holler like him. But he could holler And the Spirit of God, get on him, it'd be something run up and down your spine. I, I'm just telling you how I feel. Did y'all ever feel that? Yeah. Would you ever round that and experience that? Yeah. When the speed, you could hear him. You could hear him sometimes from coming up a road around the curve, a hollering and a praying and getting a hold of God. Well, I believe that God still works today. Don't believe God has changed, but I'm gonna tell you what man has changed the whole bunch, hasn't he? Amen. Man has changed. So we uh, once this has already been established before now. All right, he says here said uh, that uh, we are to contend for what? Do we just fight for anything? No. Do we just fight because I feel like a fighting spirit comes on me? No. But we must have something worth fighting for. There must be something valuable. I tell you tonight, there are some things you come up around the house and get. I wouldn't care really where you got them or not because I don't care about too much about them. Hey, the building full of old junk bicycles, Bobby, and I don't want you to steal. But if you decide to steal one of them, I doubt if I'd come looking for you because I'm not interested in them. But now I've got a lawnmower up there. If you steal it, I'm going to come looking at your house to see where my lawnmower, because I value it. But I'm just using it as an example tonight. There are things that uh, people fight for. There ain't no value in fighting. And letting the things that need to be fought for be unfought for. <clears throat> Whew, quiet, isn't it? Well, I wish I had Brother O'Quinn up here with me to help me preach. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but anyways, faith. You know what? I this little thought come to me today. Said faith correct views toward God. How to live? What to do? We say uh, I have faith in God, do we? If we trust God, we must have faith that God is a giver of good things. We must have faith in God that uh, he will reward us according to our works. And I know there's uh, times people say there ain't nothing but works. I know we're saved by grace and I believe that it's grace first. But the Bible tells us over there, it said every man was judged by grace. Every man was judged by righteousness. Every man was judged just by sanctification. Every man is judged according to their works. Whether it be good whether it be evil we will be judged according to those things i believe in grace certainly do but let me tell you something here we find that faith will establish us and true faith genuine faith Will cause us to walk a straight path and live after God and seek after the good things of God. When the tempter comes to try us, if we got true, genuine faith, Jim, we'll have power to resist the devil. Say, no, devil, I don't want to do that. I don't want no part of that. But oftentimes we lose our faith in God, our trust in God. And I read where it said faith was believing that God was able to deliver us. That's faith. That's right. That's faith. We talk about faith for healing. You know what faith for healing is? Oh, I believe there's God. To really believe God, we must believe that he is able, has more power than any source in the world, any other power. That he is more powerful than any sickness in the world. That he's more powerful and more influential than any sin that's ever existed in the world. When we have genuine faith in God. Next thing. We find here, we talk about something else as about fear. Fear that this may be in danger of being lost through false teachers. See, I said uh, I didn't care too much about them bicycles. Don't make no difference, Bobby. I mean, if you want one, come on, pray and get it. They sort of Josh's, you know. But for my part, you can have them things. That bunch of junk. A bunch of junk. But I want to tell you this. There are some things that are really valuable. And today, our world is in such a, a fancy word transition. In other words, means change. We're changing. Things are changing. People are changing. All bunch of stuff are changing. But I'll tell you something that ain't a changing, and that's God. God ain't going to change for me. He ain't going to change for you. He ain't going to change for no particular uh, political group. He'll not change himself for any nation regardless to how they live or what they do. God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. All right. So fear of the danger of, of being of something lost. Oftentimes we will have something in our house and we will uh, check the doors and check this to make sure that it's where we put it at. Well, you know why? Because we value it in such a case. But how often have people let their salvation, their experience with God, just lay it cheer and lay it, John, and do it with a little bit here with it and there? It's almost like a, uh, sometimes I sort of hate to buy bicycles. Boys, just leave them out in the rain and the rest, rest all the pieces and things like that, and I get tired of putting them up. Be glad they get big enough to buy their own. And then let them rust down two or three. They'll take better care of it. I hope it will. But did you know tonight there are things that we, we, are, we are to take care of and secure? Alright, next thing. He has power to deliver. And I wrote this down. Given to them without any outside interferences. He says, I've got power to deliver you. I have already delivered those. Because this word once again covers the past tense that had already occurred before we, we've got people today, uh, 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 Thurman, that are saying, hey, we got a new way of living, right? we got a new thing coming up. Boy, this right here is going to make it a lot easier for everybody. Yeah, we, this is the, the simplest way, and if you'll just sort of follow these steps, this is the way. I tell you what, we better stay away from a bunch of new stuff that's coming on the field and on the market, because if it was once delivered unto the saints, that, that they should earnestly contend, and this word contend means to fight to keep it to keep it so we go on there he says now who is to do this fighting and who received this at one time had this who was this delivered to who was this given to who who possessed this uh th- this power and that this great uh, uh things in their life says to the saints he didn't say to the world ronald he didn't say to a bunch over here and another bunch over here. He said it was delivered unto the saints of God. This is the ones to do the fighting. I'm going to tell you what, if you think the world's going to fight for your church, you might as well forget it. They ain't going to fight for it. If we think our new administration is going to fight for good true religion, forget it. He already proved himself. He ain't going to do it. Just got through throwing a man out of the military because he told him like it was. So if we're going to depend on our government to do it for us, look out, it ain't going to do it for us. But we're living in an era now that the church is going to be persecuted. We'll see it if time should last like we've never seen it before. Unless we get something established in our heart, this wishy-washy uh, religion and, uh, and just being uh, halfway established and halfway settled, man, it ain't gonna make it. It's gonna take people with a backbone. As uh, I read after a man one time, says we need a backbone like a saw log. Ain't too easily broken. You can't bend it, you can't sway it, but it'll be there, well established. It's gonna be a time come that it's gonna be hard for Christian people to even get a job. It's already like it if they know you're a real, good, true, genuine Christian. I believe that, Jim. Jim here, they said the line went out. I'm gonna tell you what a lot of it happened. This is my belief, I hope you don't get offended. Jim, call, you lived right in front of that corrupt bunch. And it got to where it bothered them so bad. He got under their skin so bad because a man lived right, walked right, talk right, seen a change in twenty some years and a man that used to uh, uh, be completely different, his lifestyle changed and all that. You know what? I actually believe that God will bless him and has blessed him and God. he's still shouting tonight. Praise God. Shouted for a, a, about a year, didn't have a job, and sought for work, but I'm going to tell you one thing. We must earnly, earnestly contend for the faith. Fight for it. It's worth fighting for. Amen. Amen. That's right. Still saved. And I'm going to tell you what, he ain't going to be the only one. If you and I live for God, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be talked about by the world and the world is going to do us wrong. The world is going to put the pressure on the saints of God. But we're to earnestly contend for that faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. That he was able to deliver us and to help us. Amen. We sang a song sometimes says, Where shall I go? Oh, where shall I go? Oh, where shall I go? But to the Lord. Well, needing a friend to help me in the end. Oh, where should I go? But, or could I go? But to the Lord. Tonight, let's just imagine. Y'all like playing like games. Let's imagine just a little bit. You know how kids, I saw a little girl the other night outside. She had a fairy tale friend. She was sitting there and she said, "She, I watched her. She done. talked that little imaginary friend all the time. Just sort of sat there. But let's imagine tonight. How many people works? Okay, you ain't working now. <clears throat> you ain't working. None of you. You ain't working. You ain't got no job. Now, um, how many's got a bank account? <laughs> I mean, you, you got a checking account. I don't got no savings. I mean, i got a checking account. It goes in and checks right out. It does. It just checks in about all it does. just checks out. That's about like everybody else's checking account. But we got it. Okay, we ain't got no checking account. We ain't got no jobs. If you ain't got no job, you ain't going to get no money. So we ain't got none of those things. Well, we don't have no insurance, do we? Don't get no job, can't afford it, get no money, can't afford to pay that. All right, we live 200 miles away from the first clinic. And uh, we ain't got no money to go to the grocery store, and they just went out of business. I tell you what, a bunch of people need to go over in Oosley Camp. You ever heard of Oosley Camp? Some of y'all ever been to Oosley Camp? That's a real place. But I've never been to a ghost town, as they call it, just a place been deserted, till I went to G- Oosley Camp. There's a whole community where Brother John Godby's church sits in the head of it. There's a whole community, house after house, ha- good houses. House after house after house after house after house. I'm talking about a row of houses on both sides of the road and I'm talking about a little town that there was a, a general store, there was service station, there was a car lot, and I don't know a bunch. Of stuff, but you, you've been over there. You've been there close by, worked in that part of the country, but there ain't nothing going on. And I don't mean there's people living the house. The houses are empty. The stores are empty. Everything is nailed up. Just imagine that's where we're at. Now, we don't have Dr. Beck. <laughs> He's leaving anyways to go to. There's a bunch of things we don't have. Imagine. Where are we going to turn to? Where are we going to go? Caleb, we don't even have a place to buy a bicycle. Amen. How many ever put a boot and a tar on a bicycle because you, you couldn't afford another tar? Jim, <laughs> you have, ain't you? You have uh, Put a tar in a tar? do you ever do something like that because, you know, things were just a little tight when you was growing up? Anybody ever wore patches in the knees of their breeches? Any of you women ever wore dresses made out of chop sacks? You ever wore hand-me-down shoes somebody else done wore out and give them to you to wear forever? I'm talking about things can change. And then who are we going to depend on then? Who are we going to turn to? Then we'll say, oh God, we need to contend for the faith that's once delivered unto the saints because I need you now. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what, we're going to see some changes. I don't know if we'll see it in that fashion. But I want to just put us there we didn't have no grocery store you're going to have to get out here on the hills and grub and work and dig it out Someone talk. how many thinks it's hard raising two and three children today well I do Well, if it's like some of them years ago we raised ten and twelve and no job. you say well it didn't take too much for them it takes as much to fill up a young and dense as it does now their legs ain't wasn't a bit shorter then than they are now matter of fact the as much them fellas come out tall, it took just as much clothes to cover up their nakedness as it did, and that does now. But I'm gonna tell you what people done. They depended on God, but we have been spoiled, 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 spoiled as a nation. We can cry hard times all we want to, but we ain't this society that I'm living in, and generation ain't never seen hard times. We ain't never seen hard times like some people have seen hard times, haven't, mammy? Mammy, I know you've testified a bunch of times to it, but let me tell it to some of these younger people who never did hear it. Mammy got married and uh, had a, one of the finest mansions and uh, some of the brightest chandelier and uh, ha- had a, oh, I'm talking about red carpet walks and uh, on top of a hill and a, such a beautiful scene and creeks and yards and all the shrubbery around the outside and all the wood chips and and uh, all of these things, and you know how we get ourselves, and all the rhododendrons and the azaleas, and the, all them other hard-to-say-name flowers. Well, ain't that pretty, ma'am? You really had her had it made when you got there. I mean, she had a whole closet full of clothes. She had all kinds of shoes to wear. She would just go in there and figure out what pairs of shoes she want, and kick them back in the closet. No. That ain't the way it really was. i tell you what she got. They done the best they could. Mammy didn't your brothers and some of them fix up an old cow barn? Fix up the cow barn. Live in the cow barn. Did, how many dresses did you have? One or two? Maybe three. Didn't have no britches. She didn't wear them. She just wore dresses. That's all she had. She had dresses. And they was probably made out of what? Chopsack type stuff? And, uh and and that was the time that she wanted to go to church and and uh, maybe it was a meeting and uh, she went and she didn't have the shoes to wear they had no shoes and I believe it finally uh, did, did did you uh wear some boots or something busted out on the side I'm a tell I'm a talking of a reality I'm talking of, People, when they had to depend on God, there wouldn't no jobs to be got. wouldn't no work to be uh, have around there. But now, we'll, a bunch of people complain because we get laid off and wouldn't know such thing hardly as unemployment. If you out of work, man, you just toughed it out. Didn't have a whole lot of extra helps turn to like we have today. You say, oh, that was long. That's old-timey days. You live long enough, you'll see some things too. But I, what I'm saying, tonight we are to earnestly contend to that faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. You know what kept them saved up to the, up tonight is that faith that was once earnestly uh, uh, fought for. And he says, I tell you what you need to do today. He was telling this society here that the teachers in the world and the church was, uh, was see, the world has always been attacked by a changing force, to change the doctrine of jesus christ to change the attitudes to change the thoughts of, of god and, and to corrupt them they were like walls that they sought in they did not care about the sheep. They only cared about what gain that they could receive for themselves. We have got preachers all over the country that are living in multi-million-dollar homes, brother Tucker. Poor old people sending their last dollar, going without anything, hardly at all, putting themselves, jeopardizing themselves. I think it's a, it's right to pay ties. I believe that, but I'm going to tell you one thing when it gets to where they jeopardize themselves and they get so afraid that something bad, something's going to happen to them if they don't send this preacher all oh, a bunch of money across the world. An amen on that? But they have stripped themselves, put themselves in hard places for them to take it and just corrals around. Amen, that's right. So, here we go. adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour if you're saved tonight there's a devil that's after you to devour you, this tells me there's the possibility of him catching up with us, that tells me that if he's a lion and he's like a lion and he's seeking whom he may devour which means destroy which means to, to, to do completely away with, we will find that there are people that don't realize that the devil is after them I've heard people get up and testify and say, well, the devil's been after me all day. Well, praise God. I'm glad he's after you and not caught you. I'm glad he's behind me and running me and he ain't up in front and and, and got a halt on me. I'm glad tonight that he's a chasing me. But it's like a roaring lion. We look here at Jesus and himself, and we'll not read all of it, but in Matthew chapter 4, we find here that Jesus was tempted of the devil in the wilderness, and Jesus, he, he would quote one thing to the Lord, and the Lord would defend and contend right back with him and use Scripture in defense of his position. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We find that he takes him to a high pinnacle and tells him, cast himself down. But the Lord come back with the Scripture. So the Lord even had to contend with the devil, that adversary that roaring lion that was out to destroy and to seek and devour. Today he has slipped in on you and I in the church world in such a conniving way. And I'm not talking about just with people. I'm saying there has been a spirit that has slipped into our nation and our world that we have taken so much for granted that we've just about got content coming to church and not feeling anything. Not doing anything, not lifting her hands, not worshiping the Lord. I just thought tonight, as Mammy was up a test firing, I just thought, man, if everybody felt as good as she was feeling, uh, it'd be a month before I got to preach. And I'd have liked that, Mammy. <laughs> I thought to myself, man, just so you ever been in a black service? That's the way they do it. One sat down, the other to get up. One sat down, the other did get up. They just up and down, up and down, up and down. They just uh, testified, worshiping the Lord and praising God. Don't really make a whole lot of difference. Preacher gets to preach after a while when God gets through. Yeah. We ain't worried about time. It blows to God anyways. But anyways, look here. We find here that after his temptation, after his trial, <clears throat> after his uh, contending with the devil, the Bible says that angels came and ministered to him. <laughs> Praise God. I'm glad that after I've been fighting with the devil for a little while, Bobby, me and him's had a round and around for a while. He's kicked me and I kicked him. You ain't going to fight the devil without getting a lick or two hit on you and you giving him a lick or two. I mean, he will bruise, he will destroy, he, he will utterly discourage. And we're talking about he will work on the mind of a person But when the devil begins to uh, uh, come into combat with you and I, we will, after the battle is over, we will need the angels of the Lord to come and to minister to us like he did the Lord. If we want to fight. There's a lot of people never win nothing because they don't want to fight for it. That's right. Don't want to fight for it. But it's needful to know what we're fighting for. We nearly need to know that. But let's read on down here. And it says here our society is not satisfied with the once delivered cause. Not really satisfied with that no more. You know, it's like come. Bobby, I hope you never divorce. But you know what happens? These people, just because they have a little upset, they see old shiny knight and shining armor over yonder on a white horse. They go after the shining night knight or the princess Anne or somebody, whoever. Next thing you know, we've got separations, We've got homes broken up. We've got children hurting. We've got mom and dad's are crying We've got grandparents worried to death. We've got troubles every way, every way you turn. But did you know what? As we look, we've got such a time that's come that people aren't satisfied with that faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. You know, we sing songs sometimes It's give me that old time religion, give me that old time religion, give me that old time religion, it's good enough for me, well it will do when I am dying, it will do when I am dying, it will do when I am dying, it's good enough for me. You like that don't you Floyd Lloyd? (laughs) Amen. He likes my preaching, praise the Lord. But truly... Tonight, truly tonight, truly tonight, that faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God, earnestly contend for that. If it done it once, I'm satisfied with it tonight, do not you? I'm satisfied the way God's plan. I don't, don't want to change it. I can't change it, so I might as well forget about that. Uh, but tonight we're, we're in such an, an age that the devil has crept in to the world. Religion has now become a business than worship. That's right. How many agrees with that? It's almost become a place if I don't get gain from it, I will not do it. People making millions of dollars off of religion. True salvation could care less about it. True salvation. Alright, let's go on. Just about done. Alright, when contending with the devil... I feel like there's three phases that we, we can get into. Number one, um, we can contend with the devil with our family. You tonight that have children that's not saved, uh, haven't you prayed prayers and you fought for them when, the, when they didn't even know you was a fighting for them? Has anybody ever done that? Fought for your children? Fought the devil? N- tooth and nail in the wee hours of the morning. Pray and get a hold of God. Sister Martin, you remember when Dempsey had the car wreck out 200 boss trucking? Had not you contended with the devil about him? Three days of contending, knew something was, a, trouble was astern, something was happening. You say, What in the world is that? That was that faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. If God is able to show a mom something's about to happen to her boy or her girl, my, my, aren't we needing it today that people would get back to that way of living, that way of life, that God will still show them some things that's going to happen and try to pray a prayer. He didn't stop it all from happening. It stopped them from leaving this world in the condition he's in, was in. See, what in the world is that? This is that faith that was once delivered. But you fight for your family. I'll fight for my family. One, fa- You know, the old, the old song you used to sing said something about you walking on the fighting side of me. You want to get yourself in a mess, talk hateful to somebody's little old youngin'. Man, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> you're going to get yourself in a mess in a, in a heartbeat. It'll check her sanctification out in yours, too. <laughs> But I'm telling you, when we contend with the devil for our family, boys and girls, moms and dads, and especially, how many tonight had praying moms and dads? Had praying moms and dads. Brother Dewey, I just think about your daddy. Brother Dewey, uh, been a bunch of car wrecks. We're not bringing up old past. Matter of fact, you want to see what sin will do to you? Look at, look at the scars on his face being cut all pieces because of sin. Isn't that right, Brother Dewey? But you know what? When Brother Dewey was not willing to contend with the devil, fight with the devil, when his lifestyle was going in the breeze and the things looked like it were, there was a dear old daddy, old, big, tall, rough-looking man that would sometimes come to church and get down on all fours and crawl around the altar Oh, it looks sort of silly a lot of times, but my, there have been times that he fought for his boys and his girls a praying around the altar and contending with the devil and a fighting, fighting battles within himself and a praying, and we've got to we find ourselves, we will be contending with the devil for our families. Amen. Number two, we will contend with the devil for the church. We're not talking about the pastor. How many has ever felt like you've ever had to stand up for the church? When the world was running it down, when it was being persecuted the hardest, when they were saying it ain't nothing but a bunch of hypocrites go there, there ain't nobody lives right. That's the way the world is talking. that's the way persecutors talk. That's the the the, the their type of language. But you have had you've contended with the devil. For the name of the church. Church of Jesus Christ. Church of God. All right, Third thing. We contend with the devil one on one. I've had more battles just one on one than I have with a bunch. Mammy. The thing of it is Jim. I'll never be able to contend with the devil for my family. Until I win out one over one. I will never be able to contend with the devil for the church. Until I get victory on one-on-one with him. Right. Right. Amen. When I'm all alone, and when troubles are, devils are troubling my heart and my mind and my thoughts and those things, I battle with the devil within myself. Oh, it sometimes seems so easy, but a lot of times we have reversed it. We will contend with the devil for the church. We'll contend with the devil for our family, but when we contend with the devil for ourselves, look out, we may end up defeated. But we cannot really contend to our fullest capacity for the church nor for our family until we went out one on one sister Margaret as you contended there for old Dempsey what if you had not contended for Margaret there had been no hope for her contending fighting the devil for her family there were nothing there would have be been nothing there to fight with nothing to fight with but we look down here uh, it says here let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'll be first to admit, I get tired of fighting sometimes. Not that I want to quit, but I get tired of fighting devils devil sometimes. Anybody besides me ever got tired and got weary in the battle? I mean, battle gets hard and sometimes it gets long. Seems like there's never an end to it. But I look down here, talking about fighting. It says here in 2 Corinthians, let me read this. We're just about finished. Some of you is bored. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, it says here, talking about our weapons, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the God to the pulling down of strongholds. Our weapons are not man-made. Our weapons tonight is not theology of some doctor somewhere. Our weapons are not something that is just a figment of someone's imagination. But our weapons in this battle and are contending with the devil are mighty through God. Spirit of God. And it says here it pulls down the strongholds. It casts down imagination. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. See, this spirit that we have fighting with us and for us is not carnal, but it will pull down the stronghold. It will cast down imaginations that mean you can't get victory over, but the Spirit of God can get us victory over those imaginations. If we don't have it, if we don't have a Spirit of God, we are not equipped to contend with the devil in this warfare. Take Spirit of God. And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. There's a key in this verse. It says that this this power, this, this weapon that we have to fight with is this. Having it has in readiness to revenge all disobedience. It's not talking about me revenging. But the Spirit of God will revenge disobedience. But it did say this. When your obedience is fulfilled. If we want God on our side, we must be obedient unto the Lord. We have not the promise that God's for us until we become obedient to His Spirit. We cannot run to the closet and, uh, or run to the uh, gun rack body and uh, get out a, a spiritual weapon until we have been obedient unto the Lord. He says you can't have it until you become obedient. But if you be obedient, then you can have it. That makes sense, don't it? That makes a lot of sense. We can't have it until we become obedient. A lot of times we say, well, the devil's whooping me around and I ain't been getting nowhere and all this. You're probably right. Probably ain't been. Probably has whooped you every which way you turn. Got bruises all over you. But have you been obedient to the Lord? Have I been obedient to the Lord? But I first must be to be able to contend with the devil, I first must be able, and to use that spiritual weapon, Gerald, I got to obey God first. Then I've got all rights and privileges to walk over there and pull it out of the case. So now here's what I'm fighting with. All right, next thing right here, real quick, and it says this: uh, Do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusted himself he, that he, he is Christ, let him uh, of himself think it this again: that as he is Christ, even so. Are we Christ? Today, I've contended with the devil. Anybody else? What about this past week you've contended with the devil? How many's won over top of the devil? Man, we need altar service right now. We need altar service back. Cause a lot of people losing. How many's won this week over the devil? Well, we ain't going to have to have it then. But we've won out over top of the devil because we have contended for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints of God. Tonight, we, we need to reestablish ourselves and be willing to contend, but just fighting alone is not enough. But we need to contend for that once which was delivered unto the saints of God. I hope tonight that I've said something that would help you, that would encourage you and refocus our attentions and our thoughts on on the, where we're at today and what we may be facing, what things could happen. But when we do not contend uh, for the faith, we will find ourselves getting discouraged. We'll find ourselves getting in a rut. We'll find ourselves seeming like we're flat on our back, always looking up, never on top looking down. I'll be honest with you. I like mountaintop every now and then. I know he's a lily of valley, Bobby. But I still like it. Mountaintop experience every now and then, mammy. I like that. Brother Heru, I like a mountaintop experience when he comes by and blesses you when you're singing, don't you? I mean, contend with the devil all day. Fight him tooth and nail. Man, come to church, sing song. God bless, shout you a little bit. I said, well, I won that day. I won that victory. So let us contend. Let us fight for something that's worth fighting for.